Excuse me, sir. Hey there, young fella. I'm looking for a guy named Buffalo Brand. Uh, real name's Brandon. How can I help you? Uh, I want to talk to you about the time you went to the Grand Canyon. Sure. Uh, why don't you come inside? What did you say your name was? Just Dirt. Just Dirt. It puts the lotion on the skin! You have no idea what the hell I can bring you! Oh, alright. Enough, you broken record. Okay, hey, I've been down here for two weeks, man. What do you want? It puts the lotion on the skin. Now! Say it. Don't spray it, brother. Dang. I need a towel now. It does what it's told! There, look. I'm putting the lotion on the skin. I'm rubbing it in. To tell you the truth, brother, you and me, between you and me, that thing for the dog is coming off a little freaky. Well, that's just me talking. Uh, all right, where's my supplies? We we had, come on, man, we had a deal. For Christ's sakes, here. <laughs> Auto trader. <laughs> Deal's a deal. Oh, I, I don't got this one. Oh, hey, check this out. A 71 Cuda, plum crazy purple. This guy wants 14 grand. What? I'd give him 7,500. I used to have one of these. This guy's crazy. We have the place surrounded. Come out with, outside with your hands in the air. Uh-oh. A little help here. There he is. Get him down. Get him. Get him. Man in the hall. Down. I, I hear people. Hey, it puts the just dirt in the hole. Guess what time it is? Episode five. Five. Uh, One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth. It's fifth episode. <laughs> fifth. <laughs> you know, I feel like the winds of the change in the season. Uh-huh. It's like uh, the weather wanted to get ready for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been pretty nice I, I like the cold weather oh I'm so excited for it I mean it's super windy also, right now but... also the fact that I, I started my apprenticeship so I've been in class for the last week and not outside of the elements not getting uh, ice chips blown into your face up on top of American Mountain yep yeah, pretty much yep okay sucks no, to suck it hurts just wanna, yeah uh, just want to make sure that I was, I was the only one doing that <laughs> hey guys welcome back to the podcast the how did we get here podcast uh, you know really appreciate you guys uh, you know in all your listens and, and people have been messaging me and reaching out uh and you know I love it and I love doing the show and it's been I'm just so much fun, yeah, dude. It's it's been a lot of fun and and get to be able to release an episode on Halloween, yeah. They just super, happened to work out cool. that way too. And I have something special for you at the end of the episode as well that I'm not going to tell you right now. No, uh, but I will say like for the rest of you guys, no, we we did the last episode on like haunted houses and things like that we had some like haunted house movie into like grave cadaver type stuff planned for this episode we weren't able to complete it based on time uh we also don't have a lot of stuff covering mummies and zombies but it just has to do with real life dealing with people when they move on because yeah. as we talked about life and death are the two like, we're, we're, we're not mummifying people now you know yep yep Right, you have you have your birth and your death process. You can't change those two things. Those things are happening, mm-hmm. and over the course of human uh, life, it's, they've been trying to cope with that and deal with you that. You know, so. and something doing research for this, and I, I think you you would agree with me because Hugh Justin did do uh, half the research for this episode. 
which is very helpful for me because I've been, like I said, I started a new adventure in my life, so I've been really slammed. So him being able to actually help out with that stuff has been super, super nice. Um, but, man, I didn't realize how much uh, important death is. No, yeah. <laughs> there is so much. It was, we, we were talking it about shapes, that. Like, it's, it's shaped around yeah. history so much. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never have, even like, thought about it. Have, like big time world events, right? Like you had the early pandemics, the three pandemics uh, that happened during the, the call the plague or the Black Death or whatever. Yeah. Their, their monikers were given at the time happened in three different waves and three different continents. Yeah. Um, and then you have like the Civil War, you have all the different wars, you have the Dark Ages where you have the Barbarian Movement. All those things play a big role into it because, again, death is super important. And yeah. we should have known those things, but you don't think about it. You don't think about it because it is such a part of life that it's, yep. you know, you don't really think about death unless you're just super morbidly curious yep. and or somebody important dies in your life. Well, and then as you'll see, as a lot of the cultures, they used to be like some, some cemeteries used to be like parks and like beautiful and people used to go there and hang out and chill. It's not like that anymore. People like do not, would rather not hang around dead people weirdly uh, while they're spending a nice uh, leisurely stroll through the park. I don't know. I usually like to cuddle <laughs> after. <laughs> but it was no. it's just super cool we had but to like modern trim. necrophilia guys i'm just joking we we had to trim a lot of fat on this yes. because and we wanted to go down so many different rabbit holes if we had the time and the team we could put together like a four hour or at least a mini series i would say three part for three hours each yep. three part series easily uh, and, long so that goes without saying like the next episode will not be we'll, we're moving out of the um Poopy. the grave <laughs> yeah we're, we're gonna be we're gonna get out of the spoopy season yeah and so uh, we what we will for sure we've talked about we will be revisiting this topic again yes. yeah uh, it, very it, it may be a year maybe two years from now but it'll be around this time of year again yeah. um but there's just there's so much information that we didn't get to uh yeah. to touch Cra- you know? crazy fascinating mm-hmm. information so uh we did our best to, to weave together story because again we were storytellers so we tried to We've together a story that was very informative, mm-hmm. and, and so I hope we're hoping you guys are entertained and informed, which is our goal with basically every episode yes. we do. Yes, yeah, it's it's uh, for us, it's decent information, good information, yep. and a fun time. Yep, that's what that's what we are, and that's what yep. we hope that you guys get out of it. Yep, Brandon, Oliver, and myself, we put a lot of work into to, yeah to bring you guys. Yeah, a lot Oliver, of joy. you know what? Hardest worker in the room. Yep. Hardest worker in the room. I he's have seen him. He doesn't stop. No, no. He's been up on my lap. He's been up on your lap. He's been jumping yep. up and down. He's been drinking water, Squeaky eating toy, a little bit of food. Digging to his bed. Uh-huh. Like, licking reason. his nuts. He's doing a great job. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm really proud of him. Yeah, he was wearing his cute outfit yesterday. He's not wearing it today. Yeah, yeah, we, I was a little disappointed when I came in. But uh, wait till tomorrow when you see his costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's ready yeah, to yeah. kill it because Oliver's always ready. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but before we get started, guys, remember always your feedback is super important and vital yes. into growing the show and helping us do yes. what we do. Yep, so, and you do that by rating and reviewing on on Apple iTunes, the the podcast app. You please just leave a, a, a rate and a review, like and subscribe um, everywhere else, everywhere else. Spotify, yes. Google Podcast, no matter where you listen to yep. Overcast, all those different things because we are available on a lot of different yep. platforms now. And you can you can email us directly at hdwghpod one at gmail Nailed it again. Uh, you, you can go to our Instagram at how did we pod, or you can go to my personal Instagram at just a race or Brandon's. Mine at uh, Brandon underscore bro ninety four. We post a lot of stuff on our Facebook as well, although that's mostly for family and friends. But so Instagram is the best place to reach us. Yeah. Now uh, we do. I get on to Twitter a little bit, but we don't really post a whole lot on there as far as specific yeah. to the show. Uh, we kind of learn how to figure that part out of it as well. But you can follow yeah. us to see little different things when we post episodes. Uh, that's at just a Reyes thirteen or Brandon Bro ninety four. And it, once again, that will all be in the episode description. 
Yeah. Uh, we put out a video, and I want to touch on it real quick, and I'll touch on the end of the episode. If you guys are, are willing to and are able, I know times are tough. I know this is a, a difficult time. Um, so uh, we're just we're just asking if you guys want to be involved in helping grow the show. You can always donate to the show by going to our anchor website we will leave that in our episode description as well because there's a lot of things that we want to do as far as growing the show but it takes money well, yeah. we're going to get there eventually I, anyways but and i would like to say a couple things on that um yep. we we're not doing this show to make a profit no this is a 100 percent passion yep. project for us yep. um but to make the shows better to make our lives easier when it comes to the show yep. donations help so whether you do or not we're going to keep doing this Oh yeah, yeah. No, like I said, we're a lot of the stuff we're gonna work towards anyways. But if again, if you guys want to help and you guys want to donate to the show to yeah. to be a part of, it. I know we, a lot of people we'd like be very grateful. Things. We'd yes, be, we would very be grateful. extremely grateful. Yes. Um, so we're gonna get enough of that. We're gonna go to our sponsors, and then we're gonna get into this episode. Sounds good to me. This episode of How Do We Get Here podcast is brought to you by Oceus. Oceus? Oceus. What what is Oceus? I'll tell you, Bren. I'll tell you. Yeah, Bren. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Bren. I'll tell you. Oceus is awesome. It is, in fact, a blanket company. Blankets? Yep. Like like that's what they do. Yep. That's the business. Blankets. Blankets. Okay. Not just blankets though. How good are these blankets? Well, they're waterproof. Wait. Hold, hold the flipping phone. Yep. Waterproof blankets. Yep. Like a tarp? No, n- no, actually, uh, not like a tarp. Like I know you're thinking of like some crappy blanket that's not soft and warm and amazing. That's not what this is. How? Okay. How can you have a soft, warm, amazing blanket and it not be a tarp? Because well. Well, and also waterproof. Well, one, people at Oceans are super smart. And they're super awesome. I mean, they, you'd have to be to, to yeah. create a blanket that's comfortable, soft, and, and waterproof? Yeah. So, yeah, what I mean, is it like super dense and heavy? No, in fact, it's it's actually really lightweight. Okay, this is not making this is witchcraft. It's like the it's like the size. So it's a, it's a larger blanket. It's not a little blanket either. It's a decent sized blanket, but it weighs as much as like a like go, go pick out like a can of uh, ravioli from the pantry. Same weight. Weighs the same. This is witchcraft. Yeah, no, it's actually because I have a little one. You have a little one. It's easy just to, to fling that bad boy on their shoulder, and then they can carry on a waterproof blanket with them, which is perfect. You want to go to the the beach? You want to go to the lake? Maybe the so river? They have this little tiny blanket that doesn't weigh much. That's mm-hmm. not a tarp. Yep. Keeps you warm. It keeps you warm. And so it's awesome. a little tiny blanket, and it weighs as much of a soup can. Because it's the size of a soup can. Well, you have the mini ones that are sized up that you can fit into your pocket. They have ones that you can fit into your pocket that are also super warm and waterproof. Then they can cover you up. Or they just go around your shoulders? Like, no, they cover you. Like the big ones, they definitely cover you up. What about the little ones? Little ones are a decent size. They, they'll cover up the little ones for sure. And they're not that much. So the pocket size blankets, are they don't, they don't cost all that much, but they come in a variety of different colors that are amazing to me. I'm sitting here holding one right now. You're looking at it. It's the volcanic red, Brandon, right here. You also have the charcoal gray and the royal blue. And then you go to the pocket size ones. You have the sea breeze, because we love breeze over here, blue. The stormy gray and the fiery red. And, yeah, with how much variety and this much awesome of a product, Okay. how do you miss out on it? Okay. 
I need, hold on. There's so much going on. I need to recap. Yeah. There's big blankets and little blankets. Yep. Okay. There's three colors for each of them, and they're their own colors for each of them. Yep. Okay. And they're waterproof and super, super lightweight. And there's the pocket size, what literally fits your pocket, and you can still cover up your little people that are running around. You want to know what's even better? There's, you can't, you can't get better than that. You want to know what's even better? You can't get better than that. You want to know what's even better? What's better? You go to the Amazon site that these blankets are available on, you can find a Sherpa blanket that's waterproof. They have, they have a Sherpa? Yeah. Oceans okay, is on. killing the game. Do you have a Sherpa blanket that's waterproof? Yeah. How? Because How? they're awesome. How? I keep trying to tell you. They're super How? smart and awesome. It doesn't make any sense. This is, this is witchcraft. This I'm, I'm going to tell you right you know now. What? Me and the Roanokes, we're going to get together and we're going to start some witch hunting. This is ridiculous. Yeah, the people at Oceans, they are killing the game. You can find them again on Amazon and Walmart.com, or you can go to their website, OceasOutdoors.com, and get one of your own. Which is O-C-E-A-S. Outdoors. O-U-T-D-O-O-R-S. I think think people can spell it. Dot com. (laughs) C-O-M. Man, I've been reading this uh, uh, this timeline that you have up here, typed up here, Justin, and it looks very fascinating. And, and the research that I did for the what's going to be the next segment, we're going to break this up into two. We're going to do burials and then uh, cremations next. Is that correct? That's the idea? Yeah, and, and they honestly, I'm sure this is where you're going. They could intertwine with each other quite a bit. Yes, yes, and they're, they're just it's the nature of it. It's death, yep. you know. And so... Um, you know, I'm reading it, man, and, and a lot of it does carry over. And there's a lot of interesting things uh, yeah. about what you have here that I didn't know in my in mind. So I, I haven't read it all. So I, I'm going to learn yeah, a little I, bit with you guys here. Yep. And I have some things, too, that I researched that I don't have necessarily written down. But just through the research, like we talked about in the intro, we shouldn't have been as surprised as we are that uh, as humans learn to, to deal with and... Um, Manage, cope, and manage with death, which is something that nobody can avoid, and is a huge part of life. We should have known that there was going to be intricacies, and it was going to go deep in a lot of different areas. Yep, yep. I mean, we all got to die sometime. Yep. Like I'm telling you, people, if I could sit here and research this forever and dive down all these rabbit holes, I I would. It would would be religious. This is super, super fascinating. One of my favorites so far. And it's not just about death itself. It's about the 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 different parts of culture of yep. human nature yep. around death and how they would manage themselves inside their little sex, their beliefs, their, yeah. their, the way that they, uh, uh, would cope with the different styles of death. We'll get into that, especially with cremation. Yep. And, and, um, and there's so many different cultures. We try to touch on a lot of them. We don't get to touch on all of them here. Unfortunately, no, there's just not enough time. Um, we do. So I like for that, the figure that shit out segment later, I do have another culture we're going to dive into that, doesn't necessarily fit into our timeline. I wish it did, but I'll have something for you that just so we can get more cultures into this because it is just so deeply fascinating. It is. It is very yes. fascinating. So um, I'm going to make yeah. a real quick a comment. Um, you know how dogs chase their tails? <laughs> what is he doing? Oliver got it. He has oh, his boy. tail and he's been holding on to it yeah, for a while. Boy. still running in a circle. Again, hardest working man in the show. I, dude, I, I got to give it up to him. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So without further ado, we were done teasing how fascinating this is. I hope you guys find it as fascinating as we are. So otherwise, we've just been rambling for... As, as we are or we do. 
find it as fascinating as we do. There you is go. what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That's my branded moment of the day. Uh, you're going to have many of them because you're, you're going to be driving this one. Um, but yeah, instead of like teasing it for like the the forever intros that we always take, even though we keep saying, oh, it'll be just a couple minutes. Yeah, it's and never. Then, it's never just a couple minutes. And then like the, the minutes here. So let's dive into this timeline going back 120,000 years ago, roughly. That's a long time ago. Yes, roughly. And that's kind of where it shows the first type of burials. So so much six to 7,000 year old earth, huh? Yes. <laughs> stupid anyways go ahead sorry <laughs> so this is where this is where they they allegedly well i shouldn't even say allegedly there's there's a lot of evidence that points to this being a rough timeline based on a lot of different no, scientific methods that they go they use and, and it's yes. going to be constant throughout the show <laughs> yes so and as we talked about before there wasn't a whole lot of documented uh history up to a certain point so no. a lot of this stuff is just based on scientific evidence that points to this yes so 120,000 years ago there's a lot of scientific evidence yep. that points to the first types of burials however it wasn't like loved ones or uh, those that were very uh endeared amongst the people that were buried it was the outcasts it was the people that nobody really liked they didn't get to deal with the traditional deaths of lying and decaying in front of all their loved ones which was That's part of the norm Disturbing. Or like throwing them into the rivers to float away, or That's you, less you, disturbing. When you got to think that Homo sapiens weren't the only uh, human type creatures, and we were not anywhere near the top or even the middle of the food chain at this time as well. Yeah, we were towards the bottom. So yeah, people were dying, and then it was like, please don't let another one of these animals that are way above us in the food chain devour us as well. So, but if they didn't like them, they took the time to dig them up and bury them. For whatever reason, because, uh, I mean, it's 120,000 years ago. What are you going to do? But people figured out really quickly, though, that it did lead to this, and it does lead directly to burials later, because they figured out the advantage of it fairly quickly. Because as they were, Homo sapiens, Homo sapiens were able to advance up that food chain because they've had larger brains than others. I mean, obviously not compared to now, but, I mean, compared to the animal around them. They did. So the advantages that burials did bring was it provided a place for uh, to visit, right? So you don't have to, <laughs> uh, oh, they're gone. Let's just visit the place they died. And it gives them an alternate spot to visit where they can be uh, solemn and they can remember them without having the vivid images of them just remember being me. trampled. Yes. Even though <laughs> that I had to die, remember me. Oh, Watch yeah. me slowly decay. What? <laughs> I don't know what I'm singing about, but I hold you in my heart. I sing this solemn song because I had to fart. Anyways, remember um, me. Sixty thousand. Um, no, no, no. The other, the other advantages that it did have though was not just the the place to visit. It also protected you from those said animals carrying their bodies away. Yes. And then it also protect them, uh, the loved ones, from sitting there and watching the decaying bodies. So they're like, yeah, that's probably a smart idea for the ones we actually care about instead of just the outcasts. Uh, fast forward. That's all yeah. we kind of know for that area. Fast forward to 60,000 BC. Uh, real quick, before we hit 60,000 BC, not burying your loved ones, but burying the outcasts <laughs> seems so counterproductive. <laughs> so dude, it's 120,000. You're talking about like Neanderthals, Homo erectus. Homo sapien, not Homo sapien sapien. Homo sapien, uh, Homo. Uh, there's like a bajillion. You know what, you know what they sound? Well, not bajillion, but there's a few. Do you know what more. they sound like to me? 
Homo dumbass. Alright, so 60,000 BC, getting back to Mom's Meats, a cave in the Zar- sorry, sorry Zargos that, Mountains of Northern Iraq. <laughs> I'm sorry about the Remember Me song. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I can't believe you, Justin. Anyway, lived in... Te- <laughs> A cave in the Zargos Mountains of northern Iraq lived 10 Neanderthals. Uh, these were discovered in the 1950s. Uh, one skeleton ha- was beat to shit and was a huge drag on the rest of the group because, in all likelihood, he needed help to live and survive and do all the shit that, you know, he was... Back in the day, there's no wheelchairs. There's no there's no gurneys even. There, there's no, you're, you're getting carried to places you need to go to. You're, yep. you're getting fed. Like this person's useless. Yeah. I mean, in today we can manage those people. That we we love them for their personalities, sometimes yeah. their wisdom. We can manage those people. Back in those times, you needed to survive. It was just a kind of what it is what it was. You should have died. Like I'm, I'm sorry, you should have died sooner. Just well, it for was the, for the betterment of the group. You needed the survival of the fittest, yes, because if it was, it was basically if you stayed to take care of them, everyone's going down. Yes, exactly. So and it, that's what I mean. It's, it was it's a harsh, a very, harsh world. It's a time. very harsh line yes. of thinking, but that's the only reason why. Yeah, it's yeah. because of the time and place. I, I anyways, so. Uh, they so they found uh, they found that skeleton. They another one of the skeletons, the ten skeletons, uh, had a dusting of pollen on it, which suggests that um, they were there's like a funeral rites and they put flowers on them. Again, this one wasn't buried. Yeah, this wasn't a burial. And and um, that's an assumption, but the flowers and stuff like that, which is what you see mm-hmm. a lot of today. And, and some and some there's a lot of argu- uh, scientists arguing against that even being the case. Yeah, I just thought it was fascinating uh, in and of itself, and it didn't really fit in my timeline, so I thought I'd put it here. Well, and there was other, like, so going back through the research, like 120,000 years, 6,000 years, there's other little nuances, but a lot of this stuff is not even necessarily proven. It's theories based on evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those things like, so visiting a burial site and uh, placing flowers with them are, were happening a long, long time ago. That basically, that's why we left those yes. in the episode is that they've been happening even, since Even if science, the science community is arguing about them, they're arguing about them. It isn't yeah. proved absolutely yes and yeah. it hasn't been absolutely no, but this may uh, be the beginnings of, uh, you know, yeah. having... Funeral processions. Uh, um, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Not the ones that we see today, obviously, but uh, yes, the beginnings very, of... Very, very primitive <laughs> version. <laughs> yeah, so fast forward to 26,000 BC... Uh, during the times of the fourth and fifth dynasties of Egypt, the Egyptians began to mummify their dead. And Brandon, I think you wanted to explain the process of this. Yeah. So the step one is you wash the anus, and then step two, you stroke the ween or lady ween. Mm-hmm. Uh, step three, you make sure they finish all the way, and then step four, that's when you kill them. Yep. And step five, no uh, don't believe one word any of my <laughs> any of their family says. It was not murder, and the gods for sure wanted this to happen to them. <laughs> Step six, get over it. <laughs> you know, I added that part, did you? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't read it. I was like, this isn't what I wrote. <laughs> okay. Obviously, that's total bullshit. The real process is step one, wash the body, the whole body, not just their anus, Justin. Okay. Step two, remove all the organs except the heart and place them in a jars. Okay. Step three, packing the body, uh, and you got to pack the organs as well in salt to remove all the cum. Uh, no, I mean uh, moisture. Did you have the cum too, Justin? I uh, did that. <laughs> no, that was me. Yeah. It makes okay. sense to just pack salt though, because I mean they use that, especially in the area. Yeah, uh, to preserve and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, and no, dehydrate, it, it so. is. It's part it, to dehydrate, so it becomes like jerky, yeah. right? Essentially. Yeah. Um, 
So we're bombing the body with resin, and uh, so step forward, we're bombing the body with resin and essential oils such as myrrh, cassia, juniper oil, and cedar oil. Um, I was always wondering what myrrh was. You know, you hear about it in the Bible and stuff like that. So yeah. myrrh is a sap-like substance. It's a resin that comes out of cuts in the bark of certain trees. So um, it is used for problems in the stomach and intestines, congestion, parasite and parasitic infections and many other conditions so it's very uh, uh like a very good very helpful, at, yeah, yeah so a, a medical balm right especially for the for the time mm-hmm. as they're using more natural stuff as opposed to i mean they, modern they medicine yeah have, yeah, yeah so, long time. Uh, but there is no good scientific evidence that uh supports this that it actually does any of those things mm-hmm. so but they believe to that's to what so. they believe okay. so okay. cassia is a less common um it's also known as cat cassia synonym cinnamon i can't say it yeah anyways <laughs> The dried aromatic dar- uh, bark of tropical trees, um, so they yield a reddish brown or dark brown, um, and they're a spice that. How come you didn't say what genus they were? Because I didn't want to say that word. Cinnamon. There you go. I, I struggled with the <laughs> the very short version. I looked at it and said that, and yep. I moved on. Yep. Fuck That's that. The genus they're from. I don't know why I booked myself the out. Genus. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the genus. This genus. <laughs> Anyways, genus is weenus, which you can genus this penis. Um, yep. So dark, <laughs> so it's a dark brown spice uh, sold as, and used similarly to true synonym, 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 cinnamon. Thank you, but having a really strong, more uh, spicy character. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a spicier, stronger. Yeah, cinnamon. Was this your writing or was this mine? Because I was very tired when I wrote it. Uh, could have been both. We were both very tired. Yeah, I think it was you. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so step five is wrapping a fatty and blazing it all day, son. Wait, actually, uh, they would wrap up the embalmed corms and blaze that motherfucking shit up all night, son. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I think I was having the strokes. Uh, what they really do is uh, wrap up the body in several layers of linen. Fun so, fact, though, real quick. Hold on before Justin interrupts me and talks about what I just said. Uh, between the 12th and the 17th century, people would dig up mummies and burn them, use the ash as, and I quote, mummy medicine. Okay? Mummy, not mommy. All right? They, they, Which makes they sense. use Honestly, that because the butamin in the mummies uh, could be used, right? But butamin is a type of asphalt from the Dead Sea. That, that's what it is. And... Little did these freaking idiots know that next to none of the mummies had it in them. The very, very few. Most of them uh, were just had resin inside of them. That we're talking about myrrh, right? It so, makes sense. The people in China are still uh, eating bats or using what is that? The animal that they say the coronavirus first came from. They have the scales of it and crushing it up as medicine to this day. Yeah, to to give to <laughs> administer to women who are possessed with ogres. <laughs> to this day, yeah. that is happening. But that's a fact. Yeah, we're not we're not messing with you guys on that one. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah, uh, whether whether or not the coronavirus came from it is is is, is not what we're there, talking about. But it happens. It's it's a but the crushing up China. of the of the, the scales of the ant ant eater type animal, and I for life me cannot think of the name. And of it. they give it to women yep. because they're possessed by ogres. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. we're not talking it's, about <laughs> it, the origin of coronavirus. We're talking about the act of. Which doctors, whatever their version of it is, yep, crushing up scales of and this it's animal. It's not uncommon. It's not like it, no. they're looked at as crazy people. It's like if you look up the wet markets in, well, and you, you go to you go to Russia, man, and yeah. they have freaking sages all over the place. Yep. They're, so twenty six thousand years ago in Egypt, them believing that that's true, yeah, does not. 
It's yeah. also wild yeah. that they were blazing up dead bodies. Yeah. Uh, so the to go back to the mummification process to make sure you guys understood what was happening, you're washing the whole body, the the whole body, uh, anus, weenus, all of it. Uh, you're removing all the organs, hearts. Like you're packing it. Yep, in salt to remove all of the moisture. You're embalming the body in resin, essential oils, all those different things. And then you are not blazing anybody up, but you are wrapping the body in several layers of linen. Yeah, that's the last step. Yes. <laughs> okay. Also, a fun fact during this time. So I wanted to get into the Chinese era of things because it was extremely fascinating. But again, one of those cultures, we just weren't able to, to fit all of it in. We could spend all day here taking up four or five hour episodes. We don't want to do that. Uh, mm-hmm. Chinese at the same era, roughly, uh, right? The they're like the Egyptians would bury their elites and their pharaohs mostly, right? They would get the the, 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 the main, sarcophagus yes. and they'd go into the pyramids and, and they would get treasures with them and all that. And those then the poor things. would get just stuffed with juniper oil because it dissolves yep. the o- organs, get wrapped in linen, and then boom, they're sent. Yep. So the Chinese would do the same thing. They would uh, bury, and this is from a book by Jane Portal and uh, Chi Bo Duan, the first emperor. Chinese terracotta army. Uh, this is what they wrote. The first emperor of China and founder of the Qing dynasty, King Shi Huangti, was buried along with over 6,000 terracotta was, soldiers and 40,000 bronze swords protecting his tomb. Queen, said to have queen, 100 rivers queen. of mercury, towers replicating the afterworld and places containing rare objects from all over the world. Uh, so you've seen the picture of the terracotta army. That was the reason for it. He was an emperor. They get to be buried with whatever they want. He wanted to be protected by all these badass soldiers for whatever reason. That was the, the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, you kill all these awesome warriors so that way you can die with them and they can I don't know if the they're real warriors. We could look into that more. I think they were, they, they were terracotta, well, there was, so they were like... Um, there, but I, I, so there's like theories that it's plaster, but it's also people... Sur- but I mean, I heard about this like a long time ago, so it could be totally yeah. bullshit. Well, we're gonna debunk one other myth here soon, too. Okay. So yeah, I was like, I was like, maybe, maybe what I'm saying now that I'm thinking about it, did no research on it, so yep. maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm pretty sure they're plaster. And yeah, hopefully they're whole plaster because that's pretty dope. Yeah, but I mean, the, all these bronze swords, like, I mean, it's it's a lot of time and as money long as there's and not resources. Real people in them, actually, kind of badass. Actually, kind of badass. Are it is no, it is badass, but you, also extremely wasteful and hey, hey, of time and resources hey, hey. for the living that is are still it, here. Or is it not gorgeous? I, I for me, so I'm a little more callous for this because I've always told my wife, if I go, set me on fire, get rid of me, and then you keep going on because I'm gone. You need to live your life. Yeah, and no, I'm, I'm always for way. the living. Like remember me, okay, but. Go live your life and have a good time. You're still here. Yeah, yeah. You only yolo, son. Yolo. To make to make these people waste six thousand terracotta soldiers, hey. forty thousand bronze swords to that's, protect your tomb is asinine. That's the motto. At best, Justin Yolo. Yes. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Ten to fifteen thousand years ago, roughly. I know that's a broad strokes timeline, but again, oh, I'll give you some broad there's strokes. a lot of this stuff is not really well documented. It's based on um, old. Uh, yeah, again, we can talk about that over again. Broken record at this point. You're, uh, you're permanent, a broken record. Uh, permanent burial grounds were starting to be in use. Uh, nomadic Scythians used graves called Kurgans. Etruscan, Etruscans built uh, necropoles, a grid city with streets lined with tombs. It was a it was, ne, sorry, catacombs. It's necropolis, is what it's called. It's necropolis. Necropolis. I, I it's knew necropolis. It's <laughs> gonna let you screw that one up. Just like yes. you watch me it's screw a, up the other one. It words. is a city. It was a city out uh, outside where the outside of the Etruscan main cities. It was a city called Necropolis where they built a grid city like you see nowadays, just for tombs. 
at the same time. Yeah, and that's um, where uh, Laura Croft came into place. Yeah, and Korgons were like mounds again, just a like a field of mounds buried. You see a lot of that in the Native American culture. You see a lot of that in various other cultures around that the world. Have to do with Star Trek? No. Oh, okay. Uh, ancient Romans. Uh, in this time frame, were using subterranean catacombs, and they did that for a while, actually. Is uh, it pronounced Corgans or Kurgans? Kurgans. Okay. Yep. Okay. Kurgans. Just had to. Just had to make yeah. sure. Ancient Roman word. subterranean catacombs, and catacombs people are very famous because of the, you have the scary movies and all that stuff. You have the ones under Paris. Yeah, they're just like they're just um, deep yep. basements that are long and yep. wide, and they have uh, a bunch of places bodies just, in the yeah. walls, and they have urns, and they have bodies, and they have remnants, or just uh, uh, relics. Yeah. Things for and memorials. They're, they're always supposed to be haunted and the yeah, dead supposed it's, to walk it's, on. It's yeah. not necessarily, it's just because there's dead people in there. Yeah, I know. I know what it is. Yeah. I know what it is. They say the same thing about cemeteries. And yeah, anything that. that has to do around the death again, people are fascinated by it, but they also want to make it a magical. Yeah. Oh my God, I see a ghost. Is that the J- Jessica? Ooh. Oh my What's God, going Mario? on? Jeff, is that you? It's not funny. <laughs> it's not... What's going on? <laughs> Uh, okay, cemeteries, also known oh, as it has sleeping to be a woman, I know a lot chambers. Of guys really yeah, that's the that's the, the joke. joke of the old movies. The old movies were like that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys that for sure are. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, cemeteries are, are known as sleeping chambers, and they came around and they were first used by the ancient Greeks who built tombs in graveyards, again outside the city, and there would be places where you'd kind of like chill out. Honestly, they were sleeping chambers for the dead. <laughs> Medieval Europe uh, saw Christian churches that started to use their grounds for graves and some markets and fairs and festivals and ritual killings and kids' birthdays and grazing cattle because it made the milk so sweet. And those, most of those are true. I don't know about the kids' birthday or the ritual killings, but they would have. (laughs) (laughs) So in medieval Europe during this time, you had the Christian churches, as we talked about, the Romans were spreading Christianity and Catholicism around. That's when the graveyard started to move towards the churchyards because they had space for it, one. And two, they wanted to centralize life, death, and everything around the church we've talked about the catholic church being an emperor empire this was a big part of it yeah. they wanted to control you from basic from from ashes to ashes yeah they wanted to control you yeah so uh they yeah. moved those two of these things but and again the, and you got to remember during this time hardly anybody could read period yep. and so the only way to get the book the the word of god they was wanted to have through, everything so, through the church and, and i mean they at this time they weren't celibate so the the priest would have like a bunch of women underneath yep. them um, they, they would steal people, you know, men's wives all the time. Yep. It was very corrupt, uh, yep. uh, just terrible institution. I mean, and it's proven even to this day yep. with all of the, uh, uh, you know, trying to hide all these pedophiles and all that instead of bringing them to light. And maybe when this will go on for a while, maybe we'll go to with, with where we're at with the Catholic church now, because I, I would be I don't super like, fascinated. In yeah. Cause I don't want to completely harp on the Catholic church as, as, as no, most things, some things as most things. Yeah. They're they're as good with bad. Yes. And they, they they definitely have both of these yes. because they're so big and yes. their history is so rich. I mean they have and, a country within wide. a country yeah. and it's a city state. It's uh, but, the last surviving city state. But right? I thought that was funny that you have these uh these first they're the basically the first again churchyard graveyards and they had markets there all the time. They had uh fairs and festivals. They had and then they would bring cattle because they they thought that the grass that grew from where the dead bodies were at made the milk sweeter. That was a real thing. Like they actually believe that that happened. 
Uh, it's funny to see what people believe. Uh, but let's fast forward to the dark I mean, ages. They could be right because there's a lot of uh, nutrients that our body gives up once it goes into the ground. As long as they're not covered in chemicals. I, I want to go and be put in the ground unembalmed, you know, with, with a very biodegradable, very quickly biodegradable coffin. Something's gonna dissolve quickly and then I'll dissolve quickly. Give me the worms, man. Let me let me go fresh. I, I want to be put in a boat. I want to be pushed out to sea, and then I want someone to shoot a flaming arrow into the boat. It's pretty dope. That's what I'm saying. It's pretty dope. That's what I want. Actually, you know what? Load the Brandon. Load the Brandon. Fire aim the Brandon. Fire the Brandon. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so let's move to the Dark Ages. And this was one of the loopholes that I, are the rabbit holes, that I dove down slightly and I had to pull myself out of quickly because I need to get back on track. The Dark Ages, and also known as the Migration Age or the Middle Ages, is roughly 500 to 1000 BC. A more specific time frame is 476 to 800 CE. And as this is known as when the rest, Western Roman Wall fell in 1476 as Germanic leader Odesser. Odescar? Odescars? Well, I don't know how to display that name. He toppled Emperor. Odescar. Uh, he toppled the Roman Emperor, Romulus Augustus. And that led to the Middle Ages because now you have all of these, what was known as barbarians and barbaric people the Huns, the Goths, the Vandals, the, the Bulgars, the Alani, the Subi, and the Franks started to kind of migrate into Western Rome where it was at mm. and then settle in and take over. Yeah. Uh, it. It was known as the Dark Ages. Great Germania. It's whenever it's still Great Germania. Yeah. yeah. And it was so it's known as mostly Migration Age. People have really debunked and historians don't refer to it as much as the Dark Age anymore because uh, it was known as Dark Ages because they would say that there was no great art or writing or anything or of, enlightenment. of scientific well, Renaissance, moving, yep. Renaissance literally translates to the Enlightenment. Yep, which happened directly so, after the Middle Ages. And that's the whole point, is yep. that the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages... It's known were, as the intellectual darkness. Yes. That's where it comes from. But that has been... weak-minded. And we, yeah, yeah, and that's very it's been, not true. It's been debunked, and again, it's not referred to... I mean, and without that, that Middle Age period, there is no Renaissance. Yes. I mean, it, yeah. it, because of what happens in the Middle Ages, it leads to yeah. that. It's just like so many things... Uh, I mean, you look at both of the world wars, you know, there, there's there's things that led into the first world war and the first world war led into the second world war. It happens time and time again yep. in history. Yeah, it was a direct result where, and reaction because to the world war. Because of what happens, yes, what happened prior, again, though, dictates what's coming. Yep, again, though, I, so we went down a little bit of, like I said, we went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. We're going to pull ourselves back in. <laughs> this is, this is one of my favorite we just We just time. love history. And, like, you, you see a lot of, like, movies that are based around this time when you see like barbarian types though. yeah i know that but they're Ugh. they're they're like roughly based on this so when you see like the like the markets and all those different things mm. right around this time this is what the reference yeah. is. uh romans causes spread of christianity as we talked about and the rise of death during this dark ages led to lots of burials to be moved to churchyards as we again yeah. we talked about before uh and, and we'll get medieval, into how the yeah. the christians actually stopped uh um cremations from happening Yep. Um, because of beliefs, but we'll get into that into the next half yeah. of the show. Uh, so these churches would follow the church to England, obviously Catholicism went to England, and then you had a lot of that, and then the remains there even after the creation of the Anglican Church and the when England split from the Catholic Church. Again, we can go on and on about that as well. Yeah, uh, we can a, go on and on thing. about the Crusades. We can go on and on about so many different things. We can go on and on about the, the three pandemics, also known as the bubonic plague, also known as uh, Black Death, also known as because the first wave hit the Eastern Roman Empire. 
then the Western Roman Empire were these, the Germanic, Greater Germania, mm-hmm. and then it went to China, Asia, all those different things. Mm-hmm. It traveled uh, across the continent. Yes, it took longer because there wasn't the travel like we have now, like where you have, uh, like the, the virus we're dealing with right now, the pandemic was able to spread around the world at once. Obviously, people didn't travel like that. Yeah, so because we, was... have, we have planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. Yes. Yep. And don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. So that's where we were with as far as graveyards go. They basically stayed within churchyards for a very long time. And then they went with the, the migrants from England to America because Americans, um, they needed to have their own law system. And they adopted the common law system of England. Again, I can go on and on about common law as well. Most of you guys know it. It's based on precedence, right? So if a ruling has been made by a judge, then law follows what that that ruling set. They set a precedence, and then you build off of that. That is what the American legal system is mainly built off of. Precedence. Yes. You're saying precedence. Precedence. No, I'm saying precedence. I'm just maybe not enunciating enough. You're not. Okay. We're not talking about the POTUS. We're talking no, no, no. about precedence. Precedence. Yes. Uh, so that was what common law is basically built off of. So they're following that. They're not necessarily following, um, and I'm, I'm drawing a blank of it right now, ecclesiastical law. They're not following ecclesiastical law, something else we can dive further and further into. But because of this, they go with the church graveyards. Well, they became very, very bleak during this time, right? So in the early 1800s, it was thought that cemeteries uh, did not have to be bleak and solemn. Uh, they also did not need to be a churchyard or fairgrounds. Instead, they should be filled with flowers and relics in order to bring some joy and brightness into what is a very sad affair. Oh, that they're going to have private rallies go through there. Yep. So you have a couple graveyards at this time. In 1831, you have Mount those, those Auburn Cemetery. Happy. Yeah. Well, in those 1831, Mount, Mount Auburn Cemetery in Cambridge, Massachusetts, which is the first large burial ground within the United States. And as you know, um, this is... Uh, 1776, we declare independence. So 60 years after that, roughly, you have your first major burial outside of the churchyard there. And then you have the Perret, Lachey, in Perry, Paris. Um, that was built similar times like that. And you have a bunch of them that are built all over the world. Uh, there was one in um, uh, La Salam, in, is the largest uh, one in Iraq. La Salam Alinkum. Uh, yeah, this is the largest one in, in the world. It's located in Iraq. I don't know if that's what it's, it's called. Not, it's just not a funny word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even but, know what that means. But because you had... Um, so during this the, the time, the, during the Dark Ages, um, they were solemn, all those different things. They wanted to move them and uh, do something a little bit better. But with the creation of uh, actual parks, because these, these new funeral homes for like 100 years, maybe less, were... Uh, there were parks. They were, that's what they were. There was no such thing as parks. They had flowers. They had different things you can visit. They had statues. They had all these cool things. People would go and have lunch in So they went cemeteries. from solemn and quick to solemn and great. Well, like breezy. 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 Like if you like, you think about like a leisurely, leisurely day at the park where you're like taking a walk or you're walking your dog. Like Oliver's chilling. We're eating a nice sandwich. Maybe sipping some tea. Maybe having some crumpets. You don't know. Maybe sniffing some butts. Mm-hmm. And maybe Oliver's doing that too. Yep. Those are all happening while uh, people are dead around you. Uh, weirdly, people did not want to do that around dead people, which is, I think is super weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any issue with it. I feel like they add more to the ambiance. I mean... <laughs> what I was about to say was too dark. I, I hated myself to do it. 
I couldn't rest up the game. But anyway, so they developed their own parks because somebody was like, you know what? This would be super cool if it wasn't for all the freaking dead people bumming me out. So, <laughs> like, Jeez, that dude's crying Nice over to there. see you, Nana. Yeah. It's like, it's I'm going like, to go have hey. a beer with my buddies at the bar. Yeah. Hey. God. Hey, guy, Please over there. Talk yeah. back. Hey, can you stop crying for a second, buddy? I'm trying to enjoy my lunch. <laughs> Oh, oh, my oh, wife died. Oh. <laughs> See, that's, wow. that was the joke that I was going to go. I told you, too dark. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. We want Yeah. You, you warmed me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that's where the. That's kind of where we went from uh, cemeteries when the parks moved out, then cemeteries went back to solemn affairs, but outside of the churchyards. That's where we're at today, except for like church, the graveyards are like overtaking. Big so, wait, areas and wait, a lot of cities. Sol- solemn affairs, like cheating on your spouse but being sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so, so you mean so that's where it went. We went from that's why they left the churchyards was it wasn't because people were leaving the church. It was because they wanted to have bigger areas and parks. And then people were like, we need to take the parks out of it. And so now you had the church leave it and the park leave it. And now you just have these wide spaces that are taking up way too much land in a lot of different cities and it's becoming a real real problem yeah. like there there's actually there's literal buildings and roads built over and through cemeteries with bo- movies bodies either being moved or not moved like there's some of them that are still there underneath roads under yeah because there's just no space for a lot of these yeah. different things that's and they not, don't talk about it just they let just, me dissolve just let me dissolve yeah they don't that's a, it's a real it could be it's a real problem for a lot of cities it's a real real problem for a lot of cities well you embalm your dead and you put them in these caskets that are made to last. Yep. What do you expect to happen? Well, and so the population's also grown. Well, that, but I'm just saying, is you should be yeah. planning ahead. Um, uh, people don't. People, people don't plan ahead. Plan, yeah. They're just selfish. Yeah. People do not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very few people actually are forward thinking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's why we like. So we'll get into it. Like cremation made a comeback because yeah. because for a while there it was just mainly cemetery well we'll get into it during brandon's uh stupid segment i do want to touch on gravestones Dude, for a second. i do want to touch on gravestones for a second so dolmens uh used it to replace for stones and boulders because before they used to put you like think of like the story of jesus where he's put into the, the cave right and then they throw the boulder roll, over it yeah roll boulder over yeah so they would do that a lot of it. it wasn't just in caves it was like in grounds and stuff like that they would just they would roll a rock on you because they didn't want your dead body to come alive or your spirit to come alive they wanted to stay there dead people should stay dead yeah <laughs> and that, yeah. that's yeah that's the legit thing again um they wanted to do those things so they wanted to get away from that because eventually people were like, that's a little, that's a little ridiculous. Uh, so they used what is known as dolmens. They were used to replace stones and boulders from being used. A stonehenge, as we talked about, is a type of dolmen. So stonehenge, a lot of people, it was for a long time, didn't know what it was. It was a random group of rocks. They thought right? it was... Uh, 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 Aliens. No. Yep. Nope. Aliens. Nope. Aliens. <laughs> That's not it. No, they thought. They thought. It, I mean, it did have to deal with space. There was it, some theories though that were yes, a little well, bit wackadoodle. Always, and it always <laughs> goes. What? There's always somebody or some persons that always find something and they go as magical and mystical and as big as possible. Yeah. Like it's never a like a simpler answer. Like I, I did think it was a uh, what do they call it? Uh, where you go look at the stars. For constellations. It was for astrology. There you go. But there's a word for it. 
There's a there's a name of them that like you you can go to nowadays. Mm. I want to. <laughs> this is the Stonehenge, though. I'm sure you guys know what it is. It's the, the rock formings in Wilshire, England. They're five thousand years old. They're I mean I think it's what men, there's a few different movies that go there. Men in Black, maybe one of them. Because the, there was there's no people people did not know what it was for the longest time. There was like why is this this arrangement of rocks in one centralized location and then finally in 2008 people were like uh observatory duh. i don't know why i yeah. couldn't think of the word observatory yep and i looked at it up probably the dumbest way i could have done it but i found it <laughs> that's all that matters <laughs> i found it but it's a dolmen it's a where they would place uh these large yeah. stones and like they no would idea. like make them almost like a table so that it wasn't just directly on top of where the people were buried it was like up a little bit and that's what stonehenge original purpose was it took him until 2008 to figure this out which is pretty thought, sad for mankind well <laughs> i mean these giant rocks that are from it was like is like a thousand or like 500 miles away carved out of 500 miles rock out of 500 yeah, miles away yeah and it's like 5,000 years ago drugs so, to a, a random spot yep it didn't make any sense and, and the, they don't even know how they moved them though they still don't know how they moved them. i think they're this was homo neanderthalus or homo gigantis right yeah, gigantic or gigantic. Yeah, or there's, like there's, there's, like I said, there's a lot of different uh, genus of the the homo, um, the, of the homo genus. There's a bunch of different ones. Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Yes, there is a very fascinating book actually called Sapiens that uh, can dive some more into that if you guys are curious into that. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's where it started with gravestones, and then you went to the elite people kind of getting just a stone that marks where they're buried because there wasn't like a like a concrete barrier to where you're buried. It was like a stone like, hey, bro, this colored stone that you put this chip in, that's where Brandon's laying. Well, that's where Jordan's laying after he gets burned. Yeah, he's, he's been laying there for a while now. <laughs> so it was a marker. It was a marker and then people, as people do, wanted to make it more and more uh, elaborate. Yeah. And then the richer and more uh, well-known the person is, it became more and more elaborate. And then yeah. it just became commonplace where people have a stone. Uh, yeah. A stone. Yeah. So that's where that went. Yeah. And there, I mean, there's there's like buildings and things like made that like that in the middle of uh, cemeteries and stuff like that. Are yeah, just you have made mausoleums, from one you yeah. have uh, memoriams, and yeah. all those different things. Yeah. They're crazy. Um, yep. So let's jump out of this and let's go to our, my favorite subject, or my favorite uh, segment, anyways. Your favorite subject? Segment. Dumbo. Hate you. Hate you. Okay, Brian. You know what time it is? You know what time it is, Brandon? Um, I don't know. Like it's time seven. to figure that shit out, Brandon. Oh. Time to figure that shit out, Brent. And it and, and guys, just so you know, we are recording this before we even record the episodes. He has a lot of time to think about this. He has a lot of time to think about this, and I'm very happy with the work I did in this one. Just to like kind of pat myself on the back a bit. Maybe maybe I'll just write down everything you're saying and then research it. Mm, maybe, maybe. I mean, you you desperately need a W. Hey, I got the W last time. Desperately my team, need my team W's, boys. Me. You definitely need W's, boys. My team failed me. <laughs> All right, the last episode. Do they not nail that it? That is true. That is true. They the all one time he's picked right. the one answer. The one time he's right, he deferred to the other people. It it bit him in the ass. That's so funny. Well, it's not even that it deferred. <laughs> that was the whole premise was that we would each of us would get a vote. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, you still uh, you're still getting the water dumped on you, but yeah, no, yeah. Bryson is Bryson. You and Bryson, because I got it right. No, actually, I'm getting it. Me and yep. Bryson are. Yep. We should just make it Bryson. Yeah, probably. I think Bryson for sure. We should just make. I'll sit down. And then, like, Move right, right <laughs> as you're about to build it, I'll stand up. 
<laughs> he deserves it, so that makes sense. Okay, so this <laughs> this round, Brandon, uh, is with a focus on Native American burials. Uh, so I, I didn't do it too deep of a dive into the episode with Native American burials for a few reasons. Uh, it is extremely fascinating, right? The, the what do you focus on, Navajo, Apache? Well, so they're, but their ancient traditions were, Cherokee. they're either identical to other cultures, as you've seen. They're, they're yeah. extremely, so, and Sioux. because the other cultures are a lot better documented, yeah. because Native American culture is very much word of mouth. Yeah. So uh, you, you kind of defer to the other cultures because that's why historians usually defer to other cultures because of it. Uh, they were, they were also passed over because a lot of their <laughs> traditions didn't, make it to today so like what we do today has nothing to do with what they used to do in certain cultures and tribes so that's the reason why we totally but, goats but i didn't want to leave them out because they do have a lot of fascinating yeah you know that, and we have we have heritage of native american heritage in our family as well yep and my wife and we're has, surrounded by yeah. natives and and there there's a ton i know i know a bunch i have a lot of that are really good friends of mine i'm an indian outlaw half cherokee stop. and choctaw stop. my baby she's chippewa oh stop. stop she's a one of a kind stop Please stop. Bear claw. Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, my wife though is she definitely she is uh, half native and um, yeah there's a lot of native that runs through our, our blood in both families and then yeah. my um, uh, my nieces are I think yeah uh, their their dad is native yeah so uh, we know a lot of that culture around here yep. so I definitely did not want to leave any of this out yeah. uh, so this is a really cool one um, I thought it would be a little bit different a little bit fun to do this this type of figure this shit out Brandon segment mm-hmm. okay so you ready no okay fact number one while the Ch- uh, the Chickasaw buried their dead directly beneath the homes in which they lived the Navajo would keep the, re- the remains inside the house to let them lie if the Navajo had to be removed the remains or the remains would have to be removed then the whole house would be burned down in order to ward off evil spirits. Did we go to that one again? No. Well, um, so a couple <laughs> of days before you move on. Definitely possible because of the, the, the way the natives think. But also uh, burning down a building with other with other structures built around it is a fire hazard. And a lot of times I was punishable by death if you burn down your building. So that part, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's other ways of like burning, burning sages or burning sages, burning sage, burning sages, a freaking wizard. They're just lighting my fire. No. Um. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, I'm, I'm good because I put two facts in this one, right? Or fact or fiction, right? Because I put yeah. two different, I put the Chickasaw and the Navajo tradition. Yeah. So yeah, that's so definitely going to make be you true think. for one, but not for the other. Definitely going to make you think on that one. Okay. So number two, mm-hmm. you ready for number two? Yeah. Okay. While native tribes from the plains, the Pacific Northwest and the Southwest would do their best to ward off evil spirits. Those of the Ohio and Mississippi River Valleys would do something a little bit different. Uh, because these tribes were close in proximity, rivalries were prevalent. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the times with the times, the disturbing or desecration of the rivals' tribal burials, uh, burial grounds was not uncommon. Tribes in this area would practice mound burials around the river and all those different things. In these mounds, they would place relics with their deceased. These relics and accompanying rituals would be used to place a curse on those that would dare disturb the dead. Yeah. That sounds right. That sounds like something that would happen. Number three. You ready? Mm. Tribes from the plains or Pacific Northwest would practice what is known as above ground burials. Right? And this is tribes such as the Sioux or the Ojibwa, 
Choctaw, Mandane, Cheyenne, Crow, and all those many others from the plains in the Pacific Northwest. And this is where the burial tree would come into play. The burial tree is pretty cool. Uh, men would be wrapped up carefully and placed in a box in a burial tree or scaffold in order to keep animals and evil spirits away. Women and children would be left in the brush for animals to take them away. Okay, so the second one's real. The other two, I don't know. One of those is not real. Because that doesn't sound right at all to put him in the tree. I am very proud of my work on this one. I'm very proud of my work. But the first one, burning down a building, you know, burning well, down one of the tents or anything it. like that. Think about it and save it. Ugh, I don't know. People I, I listening, do think about it and save it because I. there's a lot more truth in this one than you might think. There's, I was, I'm very proud of this one. I'm telling you. Very proud of this one. So think about it. Figure that shit out, Brandon. We will revisit this. Poop your pants. I like joining in these segments at the randomest time that Brandon doesn't even know I'm recording because we started now and he's not even starting the subject because he doesn't even know how to dive into his own segment. Like he said, he keeps taking the the reins on this one and he's, it's just, he is the worst. It would be super, it's, I would explain to you guys how hard it is to work with him, but I, I mean, you guys have seen the videos. Hey, hey Brandon. What's going on here, Justin? Uh... <laughs> Um, we're just talking about, um, we're just getting ready. Like, are you ready to record already? Cause I've been, I mean, I told you I was going to pee. Are you recording right now? N- 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 for sure not. Cause for... it definitely looks like you're recording. Yeah. Nope. No, you're too late. Nope. I saw the, I saw it. It's nope. going. Closing the computer. Um, so are we going to do this or, or what? First you're going to do, you get throw those crazy facts at me and then act like I got to figure out which one of the, I know it's two, one of the two of them. I know do which you? one's the good one. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Because I'm kind of good. I hope you guys... I, I, I Have you gotten any feedback from those yet? The no, I haven't heard anything back on them yet. <laughs> I keep waiting to hear some back on it. We're, I mean, we're just getting started as a show, so I'm not I'm not totally well, surprised we have yeah. it. Yeah. But I can't want it because I feel like I'm... Dude, I feel like I'm knocking it out of the park. I feel like I'm killing it. I feel like you're a piece of shit. God damn, I hate him. You're a piece of shit, I hate him so much. <laughs> what were you saying about me when I was gone? I was just talking about how you did the research on this and it was like super fascinating. Like um, I'm ready to dive into it. I can't wait to share it with the people. Uh-huh. I didn't even know I was recording. It must have hit it by itself. First of all, I had Oliver. So Oliver was like, boop. And then and then it just kind of, kind so of I happened. Guess, I guess I'm just going to be listening to this later and we're going to find out the truth. Uh, I mean, I guess. Okay. So I'm just going to get into mom's meats. Yes. Because we're talking okay. about creation, cremation now. Creation. We're talking about cremation now. So we're, we're talking, talking about, about graveyards. Now. Yes. We've talked about graveyards. Now we're talking about cremation because that is the other side of dealing with remains. I mean, there's other ways, but these are the two. So main cremation ways. masturbation is where you get somebody who's cremated and use them to jerk off. No, it's not. Oddly dark, but they have, they do put, I'm sure they have like <laughs> some weird stuff out there. Yeah. I don't know. It just cremation masturbation. So close. I had to make some. It's so about it. morbidly dark that I feel like that's a legit thing that people do. Yeah. There's a good chance. It, it's like, it, it, I try good, not to think about things like a, that. There's, <laughs> a, there's a good chance. There's, there's a good chance that that's possible. Part of me super hates you for... <laughs> I gotta look it up or what? No, I'm not looking it <laughs> up. Because, because I, can almost, I can almost guarantee you that's a real thing. Okay, I don't want to know. I can almost just assure gonna, you. We're just going to go back to 3000 BC. There's some um, good things out there. In this world, about uh, let's say, it's in Europe or uh, northeast, you know, uh, uh, Asia. 
So um, scholars generally agree that cremation probably began in any real sense during the early Stone Age. What so, age? Stone Age. Okay, so Stone Age, Justin. Stone, like stone, like it's in rock. No. I want to rock. I want to rock. Is that all you know? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to rock. Bang, 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 bang. Okay, let's move out of okay. the early Stone Age, Justin, <laughs> and move to the late uh, Stone Age, where cremation began to become more uh, widespread um, and spread to northern Europe. Um, and the evidence uh, shows that decorative property, pottery properties, pottery urns in Western oh, yeah. Russia uh, among the Slavic peoples uh was, was starting to take people. place so this is the first time like people were reading their ashes were being put into something right to be stored and to be uh, an inner remembrance of yes so to pottery for sure was pottery it wasn't whatever the hell you were trying to say yeah yeah it, yeah and that's the this is the beginning <laughs> of uh russian nesting dolls yes so <laughs> actually no that's it's that's bullshit yeah yeah <laughs> you're right uh, to me you got thrown i saw you you're like wait what yeah. <laughs> no i thought i have a dark joke about the russian nesting dolls oh what what is it <laughs> I can just imagine like some little kid on Christmas like running out like the nesting dolls were so big at the time they're they're because toys sucked at the time yeah that's what it was running out and like underneath this this tree and they're freezing their ass off all night because it's Russia and it sucks and yeah. well it's they, Siberia but I mean Russia's pretty cold but Siberia's freezing yeah. and they find the they find the, this this toy in there and they're like oh my god it's I, I love it and they're opening up this nesting doll it's like One oh it's another, another person oh it's another person oh it's another person they get to the bottom and they're like what's this. It's your grandma's ashes. We need to talk, buddy. <laughs> it's your grandma. <laughs> it's your grandma. He's like, how does, how does grandma fit in there? It's, it's ashes. We had a yeah. burger today. Uh. Turns out she was a witch. No, yeah, uh, probably we, not that. But <laughs> We should really have a talk, buddy. <laughs> Merry Christmas, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, little one. It's your grandma. Always with you she'll be. Yeah, what is the big deal? It's grandma in there. She's going to live with you forever. And yes, it'll be a good time. <laughs> She'll never leave you. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't seal up the ashes You could talk part? to her now, but she can't talk back. So you have to understand this. Yes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so that's better that. Get away from that. Mom's meats. Uh, let's move to the Bronze Age, uh, 2500 to 1000 BC, around that period. Uh, cremation moved to uh, the British Isles. So, you know, uh, Welsh, Scotland, Ireland. England, Ireland. Okay, so, um, it, and also Ireland. as well as is the British Isles, Spain and Portugal. I'm assuming um, France in the middle of there too. I it doesn't say. Yeah, that's what the information told me. So maybe it didn't hit France yet. You know, yeah. maybe it, it went through France. They just didn't take. How yet. hilarious is Portugal? By the way, real quick tangent, because um, you have Spain, this big old country, you have France, this big old country, and then Portugal is just like hanging off the coast of Spain. They're like, fuck you, no, fuck you, but language is going to be slightly different yeah to double fuck you yeah and we're not giving it up and they never did and spain was like nope. a big empire and they just yep. held out that little the little sliver of spain yeah. Yeah, i wonder <laughs> if spain just didn't give a shit about them well i would be interested to it's look funny because it's not only did they like were able to hold on to this little sliver of this massive empire language. around them they kept their own language and then they went out and they spread it to brazil right next to all the other spanish-speaking places uh -huh. just to be like triple fuck you yeah <laughs> I just find it funny. Because I we can. Yeah. Because we can, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, 
Cemeteries for cremation were developed in Hungary and Northern Italy also at this time. And, and these and this way of doing things also spread uh, again to Northern Europe uh, and even as far as the, the Ire- as Ireland. Southern Ireland, I'm guessing. The island, yeah. the island of Ireland. Are you gonna, are we doing this? Because you're you're not you're not Irish. You're you, Scottish. You're not Irish. You're Scottish blood. You're I know I'm not Irish. You're not. I'm a Irish. Scotsman. You potato eating son of a bitch. Potatoes are delicious. I love potatoes. Okay, so <laughs> uh, let's go to the Macanian. He's already said it. He knows how to say. It. He's lying. He's a liar. <sighs> Mycenaean age. <laughs> circa 1000 bc uh cre- cremation became an integral part of the elaborate gratian burial custom and the gratians were the greeks gentiles and non-greek speaking jews um so those were the gratians um in fact it became a dominant mode of uh disposition by the time of homer in 800 bc and simpson right homer simpson yep uh homer simpson yep Doi, I mean, he loves donuts. It makes sense because the Simpsons have been around forever. forever. So 800 yeah. BC. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's that's I'm, that's that's I'm telling you wrong. Uh, <laughs> so it was encouraged uh, for many reasons, uh, um, in, in mostly health and in also to expedite the burial of warriors in battle ravaging the, the countries. I mean, you'll see in, in this time, um, uh, warriors would receive battle honors through these. would be put on these elaborate pyres. And they would be burned and, and honored, and then also the the losers or the the no names would be burned in mass, right? Uh, they would be they would be piled up and set afire, yeah. right? And so that that's what how it'd be done. And and it was you the first time that historians can find it mentioned was in the Iliad and the Odyssey. And this is just as we talk about in the cemeteries and stuff like that is dealing with the mass death that is happening because populations are growing. There's more and more people populating the earth, and then you get people's egos battling over just the most ridiculous things and then you have diseases going on so there's like more bodies which means more dead bodies and people are trying to learn how to deal with them yes yep and so um it, it, it's just it's just a faster way of dealing with it instead of digging these big old pits and throwing everybody in there and then filling them back in it's just easier to light them a fire it, it's it's really that that's what it's yep. for it's it's convenience um and then if you light a, uh, you know, one of your great warriors on fire and you get to watch it burn, it's it's cathartic, I'm sure. You know, you watch the body. Just watch a pile of your enemies burning. Probably also cathartic. Mm. Hmm. What cathartic you? Don't even know what that implies. Um, <laughs> so we're going to follow the Gratian t- uh, trend. The early Romans probably embraced cremation. Um Right around 600 BC, and it apparently became so prevalent that an official decree had been issued in the mid fifth century against the cremation of bodies within the city, nice. because they're doing it so damn much, and uh, just the rotting flesh and burning flesh doesn't smell too great either. So, uh, maybe it smells really good. Maybe somebody's like, I mean, I, I don't. They're they having a barbecue. They're having a barbecue. They run around the corner, and it's just their 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 child being burned, and no one told them about it. They're just like. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, uh, yeah, people should have known what they're getting into with us based on the first few episodes, and then we're now we're they're talking like, about they're like FLTs. What are you doing? Death, and we are definitely going there with these jokes. Sorry about it. We we've <laughs> okay. We we've had quite a bit of death in our family and in our lives. We've learned to cope with it through humor. Yeah, partly through humor, partly through other. But yeah, you have to. 
you have to deal with it. I mean, it's a part of life. I mean, we cry and we laugh and we laugh when we cry and we cry because we laugh. And then yeah. we, we laugh because we need, we need to stop crying. Yep. Like it's, we're definitely not trying to like imply that death is a joke or any, it's of not. any sort. It's we, really we, not. We definitely, again, know that not because we've dealt with, we've dealt with it. Before. Yeah. We've, we've had great tragedies in our um, lives and, and, yeah. and it's <laughs> from very young to recently. Yes. Uh, unfortunately. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, but you guys should know we're humor, we're storytellers, but we also like to, to make jokes. So if yeah. you guys are offended by any of this, trust us, we, maybe we, this isn't, the, we're, we're uh, just as offended as you are. Yeah. Well, maybe this isn't the podcast for you because <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, it's going to keep happening. <laughs> no, no, seriously. Yeah. It, it is going to, it's, it's going to be a, a trend and, 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 yeah, like I said, it's just coping, and and I don't want to get into to our past because some of it's a little raw still, and I don't want to cry yeah. in front of you guys because I'm a man. Um, it's like that that uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. He's like, it's beautiful, it's beautiful to make a grown man cry, yeah. but not this man. Get back in there, tear. That's yeah. that's what I'm doing right now. There's a tear in my cheek, and I just sucked it back into my tear duct. So I thought it was pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> it definitely happened for sure. I mean, we're in a podcast, so you guys can't you can't see any of this. You can't see it, but for sure it happened. Me and Oliver would uh, corroborate that story. Yeah. Isn't that right, Oliver? Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> completely ignore me. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> by the time the, the Roman Empire uh, was ready for it uh, in 27 BC to 39, 395 AD, right around that area uh, of the Roman the Romans' brain, right? Because it's much yeah, far, about, it's much broader than that. Yeah, 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 yeah the Romans, leading into yeah. the Dark Ages. Afterwards, so it was widely period. practiced, and cremation, uh, cremated remains were generally stored in elaborate urns. They've got more and more elaborate, and often um, within colibrium like cities or buildings. Colibrium. 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 And we do have like we know where Col- we've. I've actually been around Colibrium. That's what we have like in our church and yep. our, our aunt and yep. uh, sister and, and yep. yeah. So, yep. They're very, they're very interesting. A lot of people don't, uh, yeah. And, and so yeah. people may have been to one and not realized. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, yeah so, I agree with that. Um, but I think of like so real quick. Think of you've seen the movies and the shows where they have like the huge wall, and there's just like a bunch of like silver plaques, and people are like visiting their loved ones. That's what that is. Yeah. Yep. And they're just like you're, you're. They put into a. a a square cylinder type packaging the ashes are mm-hmm. and then they it's they like open a up a, open up a little square like a tile and they slide the body in and then they cover up the tile and they'll put like an, a plaque uh, like yeah. a name a little name plate Ooh, with like who a, they were yeah. their birth and their death it, it's it's it like, like a, a gravestone on a plaque. it's a very like humble gravestone uh version you know yep. on a wall and there'd be many other dead people around them right so that's the it's the this the general idea general idea um Mom's meat. Mom's meat. So, uh, the emperor, the Roman emperors would uh, release eagles above Pyres to symbolize his uh, defecation and passing. <laughs> I wrote defecation <laughs> right there. Uh, his. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I wrote defecation. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. So they would release eagles to symbolize the the giant shit he just took right before he died. No. Um. So his his deceasement and uh, the passing of the <laughs> emperor war- gods spirit because a lot of these emperors would would revere themselves as gods so right? or quick, children of gods. Real quick, in this episode, I talked about how I want to be pushed out to sea and then like somebody shoot a flaming arrow. I want that, but I want the eagle now too for sure. Not yeah. the defecation, but like the warrior. I hope period. I hope he defecates on you as he passes by. <laughs> like just like this <laughs> wide, wide space, just a little turd right there and it lands right there on your face. <laughs> as I'm burning. And you can't even you can't even do anything because yeah. you're dead. Or just like my my spirit's just like, you motherfucker. 
Oh my god. Do what should have done first. Do what should have done first. And you know you're gonna hear me from the banks. Ah! <laughs> Actually, you're probably gonna outlive me. But um, <laughs> so, um, a pyre is an altar of wood in which humans would be laid, then burned to ash. Okay, so I just wanted a quick description of it. It's, yeah, think of um, Lord it, of the Rings. Whenever the king wants to like is burning his son, who's not actually dead, Boromir. Yeah, Boromir. And uh, he wants to bury himself on top of that that big old uh, pyre of. Mm-hmm. Sticks. That's what and that then is. and then uh, uh, Gandalf knock hits him in the face with the staff, yeah. pull, pushes him into the wood because he also puts oil all over himself. He's a, yeah. he's a dumb. He's, he's a, a dumbass. Yeah, he's a, he is. He's the Mad King. Yeah, it's well. I mean, he's not the Mad King. That's Game of Thrones. But he is a, a Mad. He's not even a king. He's a squ- uh, a squire. He's a. He, he's, he's watching over the city. Yes, a placeholder basically. Yes, yeah. he is just an interim king of the, sorts. So just, just you guys are aware of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, which is which is all history, right? It's all important uh, history. I love Lord of the Rings. Though. It's so good. Yeah. I've watched it many, many times. And if you don't like Lord of the Rings, fuck you. You can bite our shorts. Yeah, you can eat my nuts. I've read the books twice, the, yeah. the trilogy and The Hobbit. Yeah. Very good. I, I don't really like care for The Hobbit movies too much because they deviate from the books so much. They're okay. Smog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, Mom's Smog. Meats. Smog. Smog. Um, so it was believed that Hermes at, or, and later Mercury would take the souls up to the afterlife. And, and so that was his job anyways. That was one of Hermes' main jobs was to ferry the souls to the afterlife. Hmm. Um, so if you guys didn't know what Hermes did, he ferried everything. Messages. He took your dreams to you during the nighttime. He, he did all these things. It's crazy that he's a real person. Yeah, Hermes was a busy dude. He was very busy. He was like Oliver behind the it's scenes doing like, all the work. It's almost like he had to be a god. Mm. No, anyways. So, um, <laughs> actually, it's very, uh, real quick, very interesting the way that the, the Greeks rationalized dreams. Okay, those are just dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay, Morpheus would would uh, uh, would form would put you to sleep, but Zeus would form your dreams, and then uh, uh, Hermes would take your dreams to you every night. So would Morpheus is this before or after Neo? Before. Oh. This is the the Neo was his reincarnated version. Mm. Whenever he became not a god into he wanted to be a man for a little while. Okay. That's why no one dreamed. That's why everybody it was it was all uh computer Simulation. simulations. Yeah. Okay. Prevalent uh, through practice was among the Romans. Uh, cremation was rare among early Christians. Mm-hmm. And it was considered pagan and in the Jewish cultures were traditional uh uh Entombment was preferred. You didn't want to say that word, did you? Spelcher. I can say it. I think it's just. It didn't. I don't know what it means, so I don't want to use it. It's a stupid word. It looks stupid. Let's see. Synonyms. So the Romans. It's just. It's just a tomb, crypt, mausoleum, grave hall. That's all spelcher means. Yeah. So we we talked about again during the cemetery segment of it that the Romans were prevalent this time. They also were huge into Catholicism and they spread it to everybody. And the Catholic Church wanted to control you from uh, ash to ashes. Mm -hmm. That's here. Do not burn your stuff because we want those bodies in our cemeteries because. We control you, and that's basically that's what. Was yeah, going and on. also you do. They probably charge people money for it and everything, because I mean they charge people for their sins and stuff, which is anti-biblical. Anyways, um, so, uh, so you know, by 400 AD, the the Roman Empire split into two. It was West. one empire, but there was two. Um, the Greater Western emperors. Roman Empire, the Greater Eastern Roman Empire. And and, and what it was is half of them were pagan, and the other half were Christian. Okay. So, uh, Constantine's, uh, um. Uh, 
his reign in the, his Christianization of the empire. And he was more Western, right? And that's why you see it uh, towards Italy, all that, those different things. Rome's still in Italy. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other side where you have Constantinople. I guess just past it because you have Constantine. Constantinople was yeah. named after him. Yeah. Um, was more Islam centered that way. You have Egypt. You have, you have yeah. India. So that makes yeah. sense. Right? So, uh, even Egypt was south. But um, so. Well, it's southeast. It's part of the. Yeah, it's southeast. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. But uh, you're saying north right now. Or you're saying west, western. You're saying western. I'm saying eastern. You're saying eastern. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure if we were. No, western, western was Italy and. Yep. All that. Yep. Constantinople's in Istanbul. Which yeah. is Turkey, modern day Turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's more Islam too. That was funny more because east, Constantinople yeah. was very much. That's more east. Yeah. Yeah. Like more directly east. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Anyways. Andy, mom's meat. Um. <laughs> So uh, he, earthen burial because of Constantine completely replaced cremation, except for the rare instances of, of plague or war, right? Like they would constant, they would give their, their great warriors uh, uh, honors and then they would be able to mass get rid of dead bodies, right? Because, yeah. So. yeah, you're not Christian, you're not part of us. And I'm guessing, the I'm pretty sure the Crusades were happening at this time as well. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not 100% on that one, so I'm believe that one alone. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so for the next 1,500 wanna, years, yeah. uh, it remained the acceptable mode of uh, uh, disposition, disposition throughout, throughout Europe. Europe. So uh, the point I was going to make was um, we're Christian and we control you from ash to ashes, but people that are from the outside, they're evil. Do not join them or listen to them. We're going to burn them in a pile because yeah. they're not <laughs> They don't believe what we believe. Yeah. That's what it really comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take a deviation from uh, – uh, you know this side uh, of a, a direct timeline. I there's no time periods with this. It's just the the cultures behind uh, Buddhism and Sikhism, and also Hindu, which they all kind of follow along the same, a lot of the same uh, ideology. Similar there's a little bit. There's yeah, a, yeah. there's some differences, and we'll get into that in here in a second. But so, um, they were the cremation was was the way to do business. Still is the way to do business. They didn't, they didn't really bury their dead, and and it was because of belief systems. And, and in the Hindu belief system, the life force underlying human existence is not restricted to one life, but undergoes numerous uh, transmigrations that involve may involve hum, non-human forms. So, um, they, the the spirit would would change from from person to person, from 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 body to body, right? And and the body would change on in and of itself, right? So, um, like. As you went through from baby to toddler, toddler to child, child to, to teenager, teenager to young adult, young adult to older adult, and reincarnation to old man, to, all that. So you're, the spirits would be changed. You'd have a different spirit and a different body, right? You'd be a yeah. different person in each stage of life, right? So that, that's the Bravita Gita, right? So um, so the, the self uh, and the identity of an individual are not simply – and in, inevitably linked in any one body, right? And so that's what they believe. So the cremation would, would be the appropriate vehicle for expressing the ephemerality of the body, uh, bodily life, and the eternity of spiritual life, right? So it, it would be the way to, you like, the body's gone, so there's no spirit that needs to come in it, right? So yeah. it would be it would be gone, and then so would be the spirits, and the spirits would be free to be able to move to wherever they need to go next, right? Yeah. In, in their cycles. Okay. So, um, so the way that where the Hindus more more it, it, than than the way uh, would be to uh, go to the Ganges River onto uh, the banks and in in 
in this rivers in India, right? So, um, they would cremate their dead on the banks of that river. And, and, um, and, uh, real quick, a pyrie is just a, uh, is just a, a, we've, we've talked about this a yeah, minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. So the Rings tangent. yeah, I, I had it here, but we, we talked about it a minute ago. So I'm going to, I'm going to skip over that. Yeah. We're going to just go right into Buddhism. On the other hand, uh, would, would cremate as, uh, if they were following Buddha himself into the afterlife. Um, and the story goes that Buddha, uh, pyre was self ignited. Like it would, it, it, spontaneously combusted, but only after uh, many of his uh, followers had paid their respects to him. Okay. And when the fire was gone and it was done uh, and there wasn't any ashes, only bones, uh, they, the bones were divided into eight parts and uh, across this, this the land, right? And this huge territory. Yeah. yeah, this huge territory. And uh, eight stupas uh, were built, right, uh, upon them. So the stupas are, are essentially Buddhist temples. They just happen to be the oldest of the Buddhist temples. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that's why I wanted to add that. It was just an interesting bit of information. Yep. Um, well, I love Devin in different cultures. They don't always... Um... The Indian culture very fascinating, super, yeah. super very fascinating. Yeah, we we try to do it from time to time. Like I said, the how do we get here? The the premise basically of the show is to show how we got to here in, in our day to day life, and we live in America, so it's very much centric around uh, American culture. But we 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 love diving into yeah, various. I mean, we we don't want to ignore that those things are happening. And, as well. I mean, and we've we've it's that's been prevalent in many of our episodes so far. Yeah. We've had four before, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess that's a that's a bit of a moot point, but it's not completely. Yeah. Um, and uh, if there's any other cultures that you guys know about and how they deal with death, for sure send them into us. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're just we're doing this because it's a passion project. I mean, I've yeah. said this before uh, many times, and and it's true. It, we do this because uh, we just generally enjoy doing. doing we it. enjoy doing. It. It's a good excuse for me and Justin to hang out. And to uh, uh, a podcast, which we love, which we and love and to dive into history and to dive into history. Yeah. I mean, th- those are the three keys to why we're doing this. And, and we mentioned this episode probably a couple of times, more than enough times already. But this this segment, our subject was just super fascinating. Super I mean, just unbelievably. Yeah. Inexplicably. But yeah. mom's meats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 789 AD, uh, Charlemagne outlawed uh, cremation in Christian Western parts of Europe. Okay, Charlemagne was the king of the Franks. Okay, so that's present-day Belgium, France, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and West Germany. So if you think about like the Dark Age, we talk about the migration period. The Franks were one of those barbaric people. They were the ones to kind of come out of that as the main uh, period. Because you look at all the different names, the Franks were the most successful coming out of that Dark Age, yep. quote unquote Dark Age. Yep. Um. So. Uh, <sighs> There would be others who use cremation to rebuke Christianity, and that would be mostly the French revolutionaries, revolutionaries in in the 17th century. Okay, but I mean there was many before then uh, uh, that would would use it as a fu to uh, Christianity. Yeah, right? again, people don't like to be controlled from ashes. To ashes. Some and they would follow do, along. Would... Other people want to be uh, to do things their own way and walk by their own tunes. And they want to learn things and do things differently. They don't want to be controlled. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so in the 17th century, they would also use mass burnings to cremate the victims of the Black Plague as well, and it helped staunch the and the spread of the, the disease. So that's that's also nice. Because you don't want that seeping into your your food and your waterways or your yeah, animals and you, you're just in the ground, and that's where you you make your food or you grow your food and this and yeah. that and blah 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 blah. There's so many reasons why yeah, just it's it just up. better. Just burn burn it up, burn it up. Anyways, uh, the darkest moment of creation to me would be the Nazis. And, and it would, how they would, they would put, 
Jews and some gypsies and gays and the mentally ill into a chamber and they would they would burn them and it was the most efficient way to get rid of them yeah. but um they've created a system that was tried and true and worked and uh yep it's very sad yep and i mean it, anybody that wasn't a part of hitler's third reich's uh, master race like it wasn't that there wasn't their version of what the master race yeah. you were gonna you were that's that's even, one of the yeah. many ways to get rid of you the most efficient way i think more people died that yeah. way than any other way and it's crazy even if you did even if you fit into quote unquote the master race uh, you were subject to these chambers, depending on how Hitler or uh, Goebbels or which is uh, hilarious Heimler. that Hitler was yeah. half Jew. He was Jewish through his mother's line, so he was technically Jewish, yep. and that's because that's how they do it. Whatever your mother is, that's what you are. That's the same with Scottish, right? Our mom's mom was from Scotland. She's Scottish. Our mom's Scottish. We're Scottish. That, yep. That's that's how they would see it, yep. right? So it's the same thing with Jews, right? And and so Hitler was a Jew essentially. Maybe not practicing, but he was a Jew, and uh, culturally, and he was a, a dark-haired, brown-eyed man, yeah. and so that was like his. If his skin was dark, he would be the exact opposite. He would be exactly what they should be killing, yeah. right? And so, um, you know, the man was out of his mind. Yeah, just a very, very dark period in history. Yep. Um, and then you look at what the, the Stalin was doing to his people Pol Pot, and Pol Pot and Khmer Rouge. Yep. You look at some things that were happening even in uh, Japan through China and China through Japan. Yep. They, and I mean, the Chinese, the Chinese, the Japanese, especially the Japanese to yep. the Chinese have been messing each other up for centuries. Y- yes. So, yes, yes, uh, yes, and the Mongolians, yeah. um, there's some dark moments, just the Nazis and what they did and the time period they did it and everything was just far more prevalent in people's minds. So that's why mm-hmm. how about it? Plus they did. Well, the and I think sorts. Stalin kind of gets uh, he, he he gets like on, on a lower people kind of put him on a lower rung because it was his own people. And they kind of they're able to rationalize it where where uh, Hitler was doing it to other people outside yeah. of his country, outside of his country, well, inside also, and outside. of well, his country. I think partly also he wanted world domination on top of it. Yeah. And Stalin just wanted to dominate his people and under control. All of he was just a madman. And I mean, he killed a lot more people than than Hitler did. Yeah. But I think it's the the intent behind it. Yeah, there is some other awful people. But we're we'll going back to Mom's Beast. Mom's Beast. Yeah. <laughs> so, into the fifth century BC, um, BC AD, Christianity uh, uh, looked down on cremation, and the practice began to die out in, in a large part of the world. So, I mean, that I guess that are, that so already the happened. Christ- the wave of cremation basically went with however much power. Christianity had and how much control they were able to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that that's that's a back step. I think I I put that in the wrong spot. Yeah, but because um, we should be in the nineteenth century. We are. We are. Yeah. I'm gonna delete that just so I don't even look at it anymore. <laughs> it took it to the nineteenth century until cremation became to be more widespread due to the growth of uh, technology as yep. we, we went through a revolution as well. And in turn philosophical. Yep. Also philosophically, yep. And then in turn socially. Right, because that's the steps it takes to get to yep. actual change. And, and around this time, we were talking about the uh, cemeteries were also leaving churchyards too. So the church was was given up and losing its grip on uh, how we deal with our dead. So that makes sense that around this same time, cremation started to become a little bit more popular again. Yep, and so um, and and then with 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 the technolo- technology and the ability to to speak more readily to more people, and the more people there were, it was easier to change minds, right, on on how things work. Yep. So, throughout the 1870s and 1880s, major uh, cities began to cremate more often than not. In cities such as London, the Hague, 
D.C., Washington, D.C., and uh, New York. Um, also at this time, uh, the gentleman by the name of Sir Henry Thompson, uh, who was Queen Victoria's personal surgeon. So, so a badass surgeon. He was a badass surgeon. So whoever needed, whoever <laughs> Victoria was like, I need him to have surgery right now, this was the guy. This was the guy. Whether yeah. it was her or family members or somebody she just cared about or a dignitary or whatever, and this one, was the guy. Real quick touching point, too. Um, so these cities around this time, these were like the first time cities were actually becoming in development. Like you had a large group of people in one place at one time for like the first time in history because they had different settlements and larger settlements but like these were like city cities that people were living on top of each other they're learning how to build buildings on top of each other uh and london was especially gruesome to live in at this time so cremation which is so much quicker and easier to deal with them as opposed to just constantly building cemeteries and all these different things so yep. that, again it makes sense based on history why cremation starts coming around again yep not just from the christianity side of it yep from just the just the societal pressures of dealing with all these dead yeah and it's just so much easier and efficient to to deal with it as well mm-hmm. and and so it i mean it, if pe- people are dying all the time so bodies are literally stacking up yeah. yeah. So, uh, Very so, time. so Sir Henry Thompson wrote an extremely influential book by the name of the treatment of the body after death. Okay. And that was re- released in 1874. And a year later, William Isay or Essie wrote, an, uh, Isay? I think Isay. Isay. Okay. He wrote a book, uh, uh, and published it in, in, in 75, uh, cremation of the dead. Okay. So real quick, Let's go back a few years to Vienna, where an exhibition of the Brutini model cremator, uh, he was a doctor who, who specialized in dealing with the dead, right? Um, uh, Brutini was uh, a Brutinet, or Brutinet? Because it's probably French. I think he's a Frenchman. Um, Brunetti? 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 Or he may be Italian? Maybe Italian? European. He was a European dude. Oliver um, Brunetti. That, that was, I mean, Vienna is in. Uh, Come on. Come on, come on. I have a guess, but I'm I'm gonna be wrong. <laughs> Vienna, Vienna sausages. Vienna, Vienna sausages. That's the first thing that came up. Uh, come hilarious. on, dude. Hilarious. You know this. I want to say it's Austria. It's Austria. Vienna, Austria, right there. It says right there. <laughs> I want to say Italy, but I was like, it sounds like. Uh, Vienna sausages. Yeah, it's Austria. The capital of Austria. Yep. Yep, I was going to be wrong, so I'm glad I looked it up. Brutinet. Yeah. So, Brutinet. Uh, Brunette. It doesn't matter. Brunetti. Uh, Brunetti, Forgetti, Spaghetti, Maletti. Chochetti. Big Teddy. Um, so, uh, he, he, he had a display of um, a cremator, right? And so, he had cremated remains within it. So, um what it was was essentially a giant brick oven that had a long tray that had wheels attached at one end. So it's like a little cart on one end with a tray with the tray in front of it yep. that was on rollers that would slide in and out of uh, of the the cremator. Okay, so right in and out of the oven. So that way you'd place the body on the tray and then you'd push the cart in to the cremator, close the doors. All right. I'm curious if this happened at like a World's Fair because those were starting to become really popular. I don't know. Too. I don't think so. It was, in, it was in Austria, so I don't know if they had World's Fair there. Well, it yeah, was the, it was a city. I mean, it was a city. Yeah, Vienna is a pretty 
well-known city mm-hmm. uh, for most people. So, um, yeah. So Sir Henry saw this and it, he really took to it. And so that had a lot to do with why he wrote his book in the He's first like, place. Oh, no shit. <laughs> yep. And so word for word, that's what we, we saw that quote. Like, yeah. But, well, I'll be a son of a bitch. Yeah. He yeah. said it like right away. He was like, no fucking way. Yep. And so, um, <laughs> So, but this is the first of uh, of how modern cremations are done. This is the very first time that it, that any resemblance of modern cremation. I'm sure it made it, it easier. Was this. Yeah, this and it made it, it a lot easier. It made it, yeah, mm-hmm. and it wasn't had, a process. It wasn't. And, and I looked up an old picture of it, and uh, and it was a drawing, and it was uh, two. He had two ovens, so he could he could kill. He could he could burn two two birds in in, in two ovens. Nice. It's the same. He had like right? a pizza going in one, and he had a, a body going in the other. He could have a, a, a row of pizzas going. He has in a one. pizzeria out the front door. <laughs> a cremation. A cremation crematorium out the back. Had <laughs> <laughs> his apartment complex above it. What, what, what would it, what would you call it? <laughs> what, what, what would be the name? What would be the name? Oh, uh, uh, Killer Crust. Killer crust, uh, <laughs> powders and pizzas, yeah. <laughs> papas and pepperoni. <laughs> I, you know, dead grandma pizzeria, dead grandma pizzeria. I don't know why we keep going back to grandma. That's because it's the most sad. But yeah. also one of the most common. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Mom's meats. Mom's meats. <laughs> Can also call it that too if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Mama's meats. <laughs> okay. So around the turn of the century, there were groups in in different countries uh, working to make cremation legal. Remember, it was it was outlawed. You know. It, it, uh, Due to a few different people, you know, uh, Charlemagne and and Constantine, right? So, um, although all of them would eventually succeed, it would take varying. It would be varying in amount of years depending on what country you're talking about, right? And and so, for example, the Roman Catholic Church wouldn't allow cremation as an acceptable form of burial until the mid 1960s. Uh. You're gonna have to cut that out. Nope, nope. We're leaving that in. Mm, for sure, I'm cutting that one out. I was like, "Good Bert," and and you recorded me, so that's why I did it. Mm, how do you know I'm recording you? Because you're pointing your phone at me in a very obvious way. I don't. You don't know that, Justin. I'm gonna toot right now too, just just because. Now I gotta cut all this out. We don't even talk about mom's meat anymore. <laughs> so. Uh, where are we at? Okay. In the 1900s, uh, during the 1900s, uh, there was further help to powderify humans. Yep. I invented a word. Powderify. And it's, it is very apropos. You'll, you'll, we'll get there in a second. Okay. okay. So also during this period, uh, uh, architecture also became more intricate as well as machinery, making it easier to, to powderify people. So these machine, there was a machine called the, the, uh, cremulator. Okay, uh, and it would uh, grind up larger bone fragments into dust. I got a question. Was this the advent of cremation masturbation? 
I would hope so. Uh, by the end of the century, crematoriums <laughs> began so to dark. resemble small yeah. churches <laughs> as well. So you know, the architecture, architecture changed. It was easier to grind up all of it, uh, all the bones and everything into dust. And uh, and they were the crematoriums were becoming more and more like churches and and becoming parts of churches, right? So um, and, and during this period, uh. Crematoriums would spring up in Buffalo, New York, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Detroit, and Los Angeles. And, and so uh, all these major cities were, were getting crematoriums. And so that's where most of the growth happened was in the 19th century. Uh, so there was about 20 crematoriums in operation during the, the, the earlier 1900s. And, and by the time Dr. Hugo Erickson founded the, the Cremation Association of America, uh, in 1913, there were 52 crematoriums in, in North America, and over 10,000 cremations took place in 1913. Yeah, fast okay. forward to 1975. Yep, the name changed from Cremation Association of Masturbation to Cremation Association of North America's Masturbation to be more uh, indicative of the membership co- the composition of the United States and Canada. Obviously, it didn't have masturbation in either of those names. Uh, at the time, there were over... Uh, 125 crematoriums and nearly 150,000 cremations done. Yeah, so it's it's growing rapid, like it's spreading yeah. like fire. Yep, and and, <laughs> and you'll see. So, <laughs> so in 1999, let's go. That's what's up. That's what's up. Just punching my mic stand, but that's what's up. I don't know. Why I didn't realize there's a stand right here. Whenever. Anyways, so there are uh, were uh, 1,468 crema- crematoriums and uh, 595,617 cremations done in, in 1999, a percentage of 25.39%. So just over a quarter of deaths in the United States that year were done in crematoriums. Which is a still a, a uh, massive growth from... Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, give you a massive 10, growth. 10,000 in 1913. I'm going to give you a massive growth. Mm. 150 10, in 1975. And then, yeah, just be, be 10,000 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, by 2009, there were over Super tiny. 2,100 <laughs> crematories. Yep. Uh, and, and over 900,000 uh, cremations, right? So, um, and, and that's that's 36.84% of deaths uh, were, were cremated that way that year. And so that's over a third of the population. Yeah, third, yeah. Which, if we go to 2019 last year, uh, the cremation rate was 54.6%. So More over half, half yeah. a, a decent portion over half. So that's 179,197,200 deaths. Yep. Nope. That's not true at all. Yep. Yes, it is. You know why it's not true? Yep. Because that is a third. Uh, that's that's half of the population. No, it makes <laughs> sense. I, I just couldn't find an exact number of how many people died. <laughs> and so I just took half the population. <laughs> And and uh, it it just did that to save Justin to pick up on it, totally bought it. What a dumbass! So it just just half over half of the cremations done last year, uh, uh, or half of the deaths last year were cremated. So um, it's it's definitely taken over, right? There's more people getting cremated than buried. Um, it is uh, projected to be over seventy percent um, by twenty thirty five. So yeah, and it's gonna to continue to grow because it's just a more efficient way to do it. I'm than gonna guess. Everybody. I'm gonna take a hard stab that it's gonna be a hundred percent by three thousand. You're a hundred percent by three thousand. Hundred percent dead, probably. Yeah. And then I'm. That's... You, uh, Christian, no. What? 
Question. Question. <laughs> I got. I got to ask you. Do you think anyone alive today will be alive by um, what was it? Twenty two hundred. Um, twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. Anybody alive today? That will be alive in twenty two hundred. I'm gonna say yes, as long as we don't kill each our. As long as we continue to grow, you think people and, will start to elongate life, and, and, longer, and our longer. world leaders don't fuck it up for everybody. Yeah, as long as that doesn't happen. Do you think twenty? So that's a long time. I mean, what, it is. It's possible. Old? It's possible. Like our kids, maybe. Well, I heard the other day that they put a pig heart in somebody. Really? Oh, he died. But oh, he cool. he didn't live. No, it's cool to think they're doing stuff like that now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have to say about that? Shake and bake. Shake and bake. Let's get out of this, though, Brandon. I'm done with your timeline. Cremations taking over. Peace out, bitches. And that'll do it for the show, Brandon. I think it was a pretty successful. I would say so. Show. It was a very, uh, um, you know, I loved doing the research for this episode. Um, I wish I, I started a new venture. Uh, with work I think I mentioned this in the intro yeah. um, so I was a little more exhausted uh, mentally when I was doing the research for this but because it was so rich in detail and, and there were so many fascinating things it just kept me in it kept me in it for it I wish I could do again I wish I had more time to delve into it and I wish we like hopefully this show grows to the point where we have like a team to help us too because there's so it would be very nice more. it would be very nice and to then, have a team because then because the biggest thing for us is, is not just diving into the research. We also have to, to put it into a narrative and build a story. And, and, and not just that. We're also, you're, you're fact checking, you're, you're making sure that the sites that you're using are legitimate. You're, you're looking for the best source uh, of material also. So, I mean, I, this, this is two pages uh, of word document at, I think 11, 11.11. So um, it took, I want to say eight or nine different used sites. And that's the sites that I used yeah. uh, um, to be, there's two of them that are the main sources. And that's just one segment. Yes. And that's just, and that's just one and then you also, segment. When you're building a story too, you also have to set yourself up for the fun that me and Brandon have to. So, so there's a lot that goes into it, but it was very fun to put together. I like, yeah. I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, most of the ridiculousness, um, some of it I do write in. Some of it I did do right into the stream. It's just free flowing. It's just me and Justin. Yep. We're just vibing. Yep. We're just positive <laughs> vibing. What? What? Okay, so Brandon, we do have a question for you. Have you figured that shit out? Nope. Nope, not doing it. I don't even have the punishment. Mm, yeah, well, I was going to say, what is the punishment? I don't even have a punishment. So we'll think of one because I'm going to read them to you one more time. I'm going to read them to you one more time while you think of a punishment. Okay, so again, in this episode. And I, and I got to pay up next week. So for this episode, we talked about uh, the, there's multiple different cultures that we just weren't able to dive into. One of them being Native American burials and cultures and stuff like that. Uh, we wanted to dive in deeper to them, but there's a few different reasons, right? They were more of a oral history, how they, they uh, moved along from time to time. It wasn't really transcribed. So a lot of it's based off of scientific evidence and um, stories. So that, that's always hard to kind of fit into what we do now, building into what we do today. Also, a lot of the things that they did don't make a lot of sense, so <laughs> we don't use them today, so we couldn't use them in this episode anyways, but I didn't want yeah. to forget them and just completely leave Native American culture out of this, so these are what these three are built off of. I like how you're of. reiterating this completely. You already said this before. I know, but what they don't know is that maybe we're recording a video right now. Maybe we're trying to do two different things at once. 
maybe you shouldn't be such a silly Sally and just get to the meats. Okay, fine. Here's the mom's meats of it. You ready for it? No. Okay. Number one. (laughs) While the Chickasaw buried the dead directly underneath the homes in which they lived, the Navajo kept the remains inside the house to let them lie. If the Navajo had to remove the remains, then the whole house would have to be burned down in order to ward off evil spirits. Number two. While native tribes from the plains in the Pacific Northwest and the Southwest would do their best to ward off evil spirits, those of the Ohio and Mississippi River Valleys would do something different. Because these tribes were very close in proximity, rivals were, rivalries were prevalent, and uh, with the times, the disturbing of or desecration of the rival tribes' burial grounds were not uncommon. To combat this, tribes in the area would practice mound burials, and in these mounds, they would place relics with their deceased. Uh, these relics, accompanied with various rituals, would be used to place a curse on those that would dare disturb the dead. Fact number three. Tribes from the plains or Pacific Northwest would practice what is known as above-ground burials. Uh, tribes such as the Sioux, the Ojibwa, the Choctaw, Mandane, Cheyenne, Crow, and many others. Uh, this is where the burial tree would come into play. Men would be wrapped carefully and placed in a box in a burial tree or scaffold in order to keep animals and evil spirits away from them. Uh, women and children would be left in the brush so animals can take them away because they don't want to deal with them. I pick number three, my lord. Number three, you think the burial tree is a fake fact? Fact. Yeah. You would be wrong. What? Just the men and the women and the the kids would be put in the bushes? Yep. How absurd is that? That's absurd. It has to be the first one then. (laughs) It's not the first one. It's really the second one? They would burn the houses down if they had to remove the the remains. It's the second one for real? It's the second one. That one sounds the most plausible. I know. I told you. I I was very proud of myself. Also, did you rip ass right now? I did not. Okay. It might have been Oliver. It might have been Oliver. Yeah, because yeah, I smelled a little bit of booty. Yeah. No, there's no real proof of them actually Well, I was completely wrong with this one. Do you sound good <laughs> on the second guess? Those? <laughs> I don't even want to do this myself. Yeah. So, like, they would like to keep evil spirits away. They weren't, um, there was some curses going on and stuff like that, but like relics and, and, and rituals. There, I If there did happen, I have no proof of that ever happening. That, that sounds the most plausible. I was sitting there yesterday with Gabby and I was like, I was like, what can I think of as a finger? And it hit me and I was like, that's perfect. It is perfect. <laughs> that's the most plausible. Yeah. Yeah. The other two are so ridiculous. Burial trees and uh, burning an entire house down. And you know and what? You, have to remove their you know what? I never chose punishment. You know what punishment is? Yep. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for one of these days for you to win one. Because you, you almost had one last week. I know, but they screwed me. <laughs> I got screwed. I nailed it. I nailed it, and then and then, and then on the back end, I didn't nail it at all. <laughs> but we're, it's Bryson's fault. It's totally Bryson's it was, it's Bryson's It's 100% fault. Bryson's it's fault. It's always Bryson's fault. Yeah, because he's the first one to yeah. say it, and then the girls just jumped on board. They're like, yeah, that one sounds right. And I'm like, actually, I think it's the money one. I think <laughs> it's the, the how much people are spending on it. And then you're like, Brandon's right. I'm like, I can do it. <laughs> It was kind of vindicating. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that'll do it for our episode. This was a again very fun episode to to, to enjoy. So if you guys have any information, you guys want to uh, prove us wrong or tell us that we're wrong in a lot of different areas, or if you want to give us more information to dive into, we are 100 percent here for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we know we're not perfect with our research and with all yeah. those. Those I mean, different things. we also work full time jobs and we're full time dads and full time husbands and, yep. and 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 and. So yep, and Oliver does his best, but I mean he's he's limited in what, what he, he can, can do. Bring, yeah. but he doesn't have thumbs and he doesn't know how to read. I mean, he's the hardest he worker in the room. For he sure. is. He does. He does the most. Yep. He does the most. Yep. Yeah. 
Oliver. He is, um, he is just just wrecking his his bed right now. The brand new bed that they just bought him. He yeah. is biting, humping, and tearing it apart. This dude tears. I mean, every toy he gets, we have to like be specific on the toys we get because it's he, almost like he's a puppy or something. He attacks them though. It's not just like he plays with them as a puppy. He attacks these bad boys. No, that's what that's what puppies do. He's about a foot tall. And he is aggressive. I, definitely not a foot tall. Hyper aggressive. Oh no, he's maybe about, long. He's about a foot long. Is what I meant. Yeah. He's he's like eight pounds, and he's hyper aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Super adorbs though. Super, Super adorbs. Um, um, but so remember, before we get out of this, remember to like and subscribe wherever you listen. Leave written reviews if you're listening to it on Apple Podcast. Uh, your duration of times, your how much you subscribe, how much you tell people about this, how you uh, share this with everyone else. That's how the show. Yep. Another way the show can grow, as we talked about in the intro, is if you want to donate to the show or you want to leave voice messages or you want to email us to give us feedback, positive, negative, yep. and, and, and you can email yep. us at hdwghpod1 at gmail.com. Freaking now. I'm just, I got it now. You got it now. I got it now. We can go to our Instagram. The best page in place as far as social media goes to find about this show specifically is the at how did we pod on Instagram. Uh, you can go to my page on Instagram at just a Reyes. You can go to my page on Instagram, Brandon underscore bro 94. Yep. You can go to Twitter. We don't... As active on twitter no but we'll brandon bro 94 for me uh jesse race 13 for me uh on our facebooks although we don't that's more for family and friends yes but if you follow us on facebook we we post quite a bit on there as well yeah yeah everything we post on instagram we post to yeah. facebook we instagram don't necessarily post to twitter that much but i feel like instagram is the most that's the most. easiest way so if you're not really if you don't know us personally you just go fans of the show instagram is the place to go yep yep and, and hdwp uh sorry how did we pod? How did we pod? Sorry, I was yep. getting the email again. All these will be in the episode description. Yep. We always put everything in the episode description because we know how difficult it is to hear things mm. and to look them up because social media nowadays is it it's and not even social media because we looked at some of these names. It's supposed to be a sound one way, but then you go to type it and it's spelled completely different yep. from what you think. Yep. So we'll put those in the episode description. Again, we'll also put the link to our website uh, as far as the anchor page goes so you can donate or leave voice yep. messages. It, it's already up there. Yep. Yep. And uh, that'll do it for us though. Uh, yep. Very fun show. Yeah, I would say so. Yep. Yep, go poop your pants. Go poop your pants. Talk to you soon. Hey, Brandon. Yes, Justin? Hey, Brandon. Yes, Justin? Today's... Halloween? Old Hollow's Eves? Like, so today's Halloween, right? Dia de... Dia de los muertos? No, not, not yet. Oh. That'll be in a couple of days. That's a couple of days from now. Okay. Yeah, but today's Halloween, right? I would... I think so. This episode's coming out on Halloween. Yeah, it's 10 2020 So this is our last spooky so episode? Say, so this is our last... I mean, it was straight up... Uh, It was a killer show. <laughs> so do you, do you know what that means, though? What's that? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I think you're jumping the gun a little bit, bud. Toys in every store. Please stop. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front, front door. door. Okay, Christmas I'm in. time, I'm baby. In. I'm Christmas in. time. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in.